Welcome back to J. Marie Speaks. If you are if you are a new listener to my podcast, welcome. My podcast is not considered to be a religious podcast, but I discuss various various topics to include religion. You are taking a journey of life through my eyes. You may or may not agree with what I say. Some things are facts, but others may be my opinion. Use what you can to excel in your life. What I will discuss today has never been preached or taught to me in my life. I just woke up this morning wondering why do people make choosing not to be married something bad or you are worthless as a woman or man if you don't get married. Let's talk about it. We are now beginning season three and I have titled this The Growth Cycle of Intimate Relationships. Episode one. The Misconception of Marriage I have been blessed to inhabit the earth for 43 years of my life. As long as I can remember, I have been groomed for marriage. Marriage was revered to the point that concepts such as premarital sex, pregnancy, and other topics were not discussed other than if you did those things, you were basically on the highway to hell. I've always kind of been like Elsa from Frozen. If you don't know what that is, Get your Disney Plus description. Trust me, I'm a Disney fan. I was more interested in the world around me. As we grow older, times change, and believe it or not, our families push us in push us in the idea of being in intimate relationships with other people. Even in current society, children are being forced into marriages for politics, money, power, etc. Depending on the country or culture, items are exchanged for a bribe. If a woman refuses to be married or deemed someone that can't be married, she is made to feel ashamed and unworthy. I am here to tell you that it is all a lie. I have been reading the Bible for myself to gain understanding on various topics. I can tell you that there are variations from the Old to the New Testament. I am not here to debate the fact that all the translations from the Dead Sea Scrolls aren't in our current Bible, but I can say that there's enough information translated to help you live a happy, fulfilling life. According to 1 Corinthians 7, uh, 1 Corinthians 7 chapter verses 1 through 40, my interpretation of what God has said is that Everyone will not get married. He prefers that you stay unmarried and virgins. If we choose this way of life, he wants us to be devoted to loving and serving him only. But to avoid fornication or unmarried sex. But he permits marriage. 1 Corinthians 7 and 2 states that you basically need to get your own husband and own wife. If you choose to get married, the scriptures even give you instruction on how to deal with Satan and his temptations. You are not supposed you are supposed to fast and pray. You are not allowed to cheat and neither of you have power over your body anymore. You basically yield to each other. He has, you know, your husband has power over your body. You have power over his body. Basically, you yield into each other. Paul is regarded as the author of this book of the Bible. It is a book that discusses issues that impacted real people during this time. Or I say rather during that time. But as I 
read it, it still applies today. I implore you to read this word for yourself and stop feeling bad if you are not married or have no desire for it. But if you choose not to marry, according to the word, sex is no longer an option. Yeah. So those of you who like, man, I like to get my freak on, blah, 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 girl, he blah, blah. No. According to the Bible, it's better to marry than to burn. But if you marry, you got to understand that you're going to face challenges because Satan doesn't like you being married. So he's going to target your marriage because marriage is blessed by God. So it's like, hmm. Do I stay single, devote my life 100% to God, and I can't have sex, a man can't touch me, a woman can't touch me, or do I get married with the knowledge of knowing that this is the one person that I have to be with for the rest of my life until our vows end, or what have you, and the devil going to attack us too, and we have to basically, you know, follow the will of God together, And if we don't, it makes our life harder. And that we're supposed to fast and pray. And, you know, the only time we are apart from each other is if each other gives, if we give each other permission. So it's a lot of things that go into marriage that a lot of people do not think about. You know, you can't be like, I'm going to have a hot girl summer and you got a husband. No, I'm going to have a hot boy summer and you got a wife. No, doesn't work that way. And whoever's in your marriage is who you're supposed to be dealing with. Nobody else outside of your marriage. If it's whoever the people were at the altar, those are the people that are married. Nobody else. So cheating is not an option. Anything outside of the people that got married, guess what? It's cheating. It's not permitted. So really think about these things before you say, I do. But just understand that the alternative is you're not supposed to have sex. And guys, that's on the fence for me. And I'm just being real with you. And the reason being is, is like, I love the touch of my significant other. But it's like, uh, we're going to have to get married. Because I love God more. And so it's just like that tug of war. And then it's like, I don't like the idea of marriage. It's just all kinds of stuff that go through my head. But it's, but in this book, God made it very clear. Hey, Jamela, you want to have sex? Just know you got to get married. If you're okay with not having sex, stay single. Devote your life to me. It's just pretty cut and dry. And it's like, oh my goodness. Well... So much for me not wanting to get married, you know, but moving on, you can make up whatever you want concerning the idea of marriage between people, but God's way is is the only way. Anything outside of that is exploitation. It is a choice that you and your husband are supposed to freely make or, you know, you and your partner. Marriage is the commitment of loving someone as yourself and walking as one. Marriage Believe it or not, it's temporary and there are no marriages in heaven. But you don't have to take my word for it. Read it for yourself. And when I say temporary, just I want y'all to think about it like this. 
you can marry someone, but as soon as they're as 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 soon as that person dies, that's it. You're no longer bound by that person. But it also says things, you know, if you go into other parts of the Bible that talks about marriages, you know, even if a person gets divorced, you know, they're still bound by their wife. They say it's all kinds of things. It's it's more complex than people give it credit for. They just simply think it's an I I go on there, look pretty and say I do. No, the war begins when you say I do. You know, and this is me coming from a non uh, uh, a woman that has not been married. And just because you have been married doesn't mean you have the experience. I have chosen not to be married as yet because the guys I, were, I was engaged weren't worthy. Point blank period. I gave them back their rings. I've heard people say that God sent my husband to me and our later divorce. God doesn't bless your mess and he will not give you someone else's wife or husband. So I need y'all to remember that first thing. You can't say me and my husband are so blessed and then, you know, you messing around with Sam and Sally is your best friend. Like, come on, people. I need y'all to fix that. You know, stop trying to shape the word to be what you want and look at it for what it really is. You and the devil steal that marriage. Not God. As stated before, God would rather us be untouched and serving him daily. If you choose to have premarital sex, that is between you and God. But don't get mad at him if you catch a sexually transmitted disease, get pregnant, or get a detrimental soul tie with a person that has legions of demons attached to them. That ain't his fault. He'll help you through it. But you made the choice. Whether you believe it or not, the supernatural world coexists with us. You don't have to believe in it, but it believes in you. Earth is just a train stop prior to us reaching our destination. Just remember, if you don't get married, life is not over. According to the word, life is more fulfilling if you don't, because your life is supposed to be dedicated to God and his plan for you. I hope that this chapter frees you. Like it did me. Now to tell my dad that I don't have to get married and that it is in God's word. That might be a short update for later. He told me that you will not be stubborn and we'll get married. Now I have God to back me up. (laughs) But the thing is, God's like, I back you up, but you can't have sex. And don't get me wrong. Sex is beautiful if it's with the right person. But it's not a necessity for me. I'm I'm a real big person about, you know, not linking my body with people like that. Because for one, people are nasty. They just really are. And... You know, I I have a strong belief that spirits transfer and that's like the most intimate human connect, connection that you can have, especially if you don't use protection and that whatever those people are feeling, because I am an empath, I feel it. So I'm very careful with who I touch or anything because I'm like, I'm not trying to take on whatever you got going on. Not not a, not unwillingly anyway. I can't say that I won't have sex in this life. So my dad 
very well may get what he wants, which is his daughter being married, because I don't want to upset God. Life and his struggles with the flesh are ongoing. But I feel better learning this truth that I never knew. Y'all may have already known that, but I did not know this. I don't feel bad about giving back engagement rings because I know what it means to be married. When I marry or if I marry, divorce is not an option and neither is cheating, open marriage, etc. If you plan on getting married, carry yourself as a wife now. If you plan on being a husband, start now. The more people you have sex with, you develop soul ties. You are more than just sex. You know, and when you're dating, remember, if you if you know that your end game is marriage, then you need to work on courting someone. And we'll get into that in other, you know, uh, as we go along with this podcast for this particular season. You have to remember that you are more than just sex. You are worthy of love, respect, etc. Work on you. Develop a relationship with God and unlock the true power of loving you. When I really look back on my life, if I honestly chose not to fornicate, which is as a reminder, have premarital sex when I was 17 years of age, I wouldn't have had a story to tell you all. I wouldn't have gone through the things that I went through. Because when I made that choice, unlike everybody else, I got pregnant the first time. The first time. I didn't get what some people be like, a whole phase. It's, nope. No, 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 no. The first time. And we got caught by my cousin. I laugh about it today, and I'm not a shame to tell the story but if I because I I, y'all don't understand I I really really you know love being a virgin I took pride in it and the way that I lost my virginity was weird I was crying about my dad to my the father of my children and one thing led to another and yeah so yeah it was not a very um good situation so parents make sure that your daughters and your sons if you can are not feeling down about you stay connected as much as you can and you can't prevent things but you don't want someone to take advantage of them when they're most vulnerable in the end you know i still had a choice but things happen so fast and it happened but like I said, I wouldn't have a story to tell. But God took the mess that I made of my own life. And he turned into a blessing. You know, I have my three beautiful kids, you know, by their dad. Even though he and I didn't work out, we still have our three kids. They're all grown, healthy, and living their own lives. You know, uh, and, you know, I tell them I always put God first. That doesn't mean they're perfect. There's nobody perfect. But I tell them. At the end of the day, as long as whatever they do in their life is something that they can stand before God and feel proud about, 
I'm not here to say anything. My job is to just love my children. Tell them when I, you know, when they're right or wrong, but always try to have it where I have open arms for them. It hasn't always been easy for me to say that because I, I speak from a heal place, but I think with them growing up, it helped me to heal also because I didn't have to deal with their dad like that. Because unfortunately, we did not have the best co-parenting situation. And it was always like a tug of war. And, you know, one parent is tugging for the love of the kids and the kids in between, is, you know. And I don't want that for anyone. So guys, if y'all can, before you procreate, get married first. Men, so that you can lead your wife properly, seek God. If you seek God and your wife sees that you're following God, that's the way to make a woman submit to you. That's because she sees that you're allowing God to lead your life. Therefore, you're leading your life. And she doesn't think you will make her fall into a rabbit hole. That's it. Women want to feel safe and secure. There's no... There's no... Um, special thing to submission just if a woman feels safe and she feels like that you can lead your own life and that you got God leading your life I promise you she'll submit to you very quickly because she knows that you have sound decisions and that you'll go to God instead of running to the next person to figure out life But wherever you are in your life, wherever you are in the world, just know that no matter what, God can take any situation and turn it into a blessing. Keep in mind, he also gives you free will. So you can't blame God for things that's happening in your life if you initially made the choice to to put yourself in that situation. And unfortunately, people are like, well, that child didn't do anything to anybody, you know, but... They are the seed of someone that did do something to someone. So you got to remember. When you do bad things. You're setting up generational curses for your family. So be careful and be mindful how you treat people. Please be careful and mindful how you treat people. Before you decide to get married to someone. Make sure you're healed. You know it's not fair. For you to invoke your trauma onto someone else. There's a lot of broken people that are getting into relationships. And, you know, I was telling someone the other day, I said, everybody uses different things to cope. Some people use alcohol. Some people use drugs. People use sex, too. You know, and before you get married, ask real questions. What is your credit score? Can you be monogamous? Watch their actions in their seasons. You know, are they acting abusive to you prior to your marriage? Marriage does not change a person. Just like having a baby does not make a person be a parent. And fellas, be careful with that. That's what I'm saying. Choose a wife. Because women are not keeping your kids anymore. They're aborting them. They're dropping them off at their parents' house. 
They're leaving them in, in shelters. It's all kinds of things that's happening with your seeds that you irresponsibly give out. You carry the seed to fertilize the egg. Be mindful of the women that you choose to sleep with. And if you can save yourself for your wife, do so. Same thing, ladies. If you can abstain, you know, then do it. We are in a hypersexual society. And they make it seem like on the first date you're supposed to have sex with somebody. Fact is, you're creating a soul tie. Do you really want somebody else's demons? Ask yourself that. Because, baby, as soon as you have sex, you're going to get them. This is no lie. I just want you guys to be okay. And, you know, on my podcast, I normally have you guys, I normally have out a new episode, usually Sundays, no later than Mondays. But I need y'all to understand something about the way that my podcast works. Unless something is really, really something that I think that is worth talking to you guys about, that's the only way that I'm able to do it. And I have to really, really, really pray about things to figure out um, if the topic that I'm choosing is the right topic, you know, for the time. And sometimes I just have to go with what I feel in my gut. And being an unmarried woman at the age of 43, people have a way of trying to make you feel like, oh, somebody didn't want to marry you. This and that. I mean, the father of my children was engaged twice. Engaged twice. And one of the times I didn't even know Rent-A-Center had uh, engagement rings and we got a knock on the door when we were living together and they repoed the engagement ring. And I'm like, you got my engagement ring from a rental center? You know, however you do things, guys, people say married for money. Yeah, no, this is your life. Marriage is a huge step and a huge decision. Don't let the way that people exploit marriage today take away from what it really is. Make good choices. But let's make the first step to choose you and to make sure you're whole before you believe, before you join yourself with anybody. You know, you might be, ain't no good man out here. Are you a good woman? Ain't no good woman. Are you a good man? Are you healed? Do you have some narcissistic characteristics? Go take a self-evaluation and look at yourself. Why are you not in a solid relationship with someone? Are you relatable? Do you be honest with yourself? Can you be faithful? Can you really be with just one woman? Even in polygamous marriages, guess what? Each and every time. They still have a marriage ceremony. And then the marriage is consummated. Through sex. After the marriage. So whatever types of relationships y'all think y'all have out here. this and this, Guys go to a therapist and go get you some help. And don't allow your man or your woman just for the sake of you wanting to be with them. They want a threesome and this and that and all. Guys stop subjecting yourself 
to the ignorance. Every time you invite someone in your bedroom, you increase the chances of you getting a sexually transmitted disease. Don't play with your life. Every time you have sex with someone, you honestly play in it whether you're married or single. You're honestly playing Russian roulette. Because somebody else basically has the bullet, the gun with the bullet to pull the trigger simply by them not telling you who their sexual partners are or disclosing their health, their health history. Ask about tests. Check yourself. Be smart. But before you say I do, understand what that means. If you choose not to say I do, understand that the expectation that God has for us is basically for our lives to be devoted to him. And we're not supposed to be touched by the other person. Well, you know, you're not supposed to fornicate. And so those of us who say, I don't, I don't know about marriage just that and the other. Well, guys, sorry. All of us are going to have to get married. Because unless you're trying to give up sex for the rest of your life, sis, you got to get married. Fellas, you have to get married. That's just the bottom line. Anyways, God bless y'all. I hope you enjoyed this topic. Join me next time for episode two of the growth cycle of intimate relationships. Have a great day.